Reish Chavav Kol Ahava Those are good words Reish Chavav on the bottom Kol Ahava Before we started the parak last week um, I already said that this is a, a very very big madrega. We're not talking about something that we're not talking about something that we're going to be able to really walk out of here and, and put into practice uh, uh, over this coming weekend. It's unlikely. Although he does talk about, on the next page at the bottom, about some people have natural natias to th- certain things. But for the most part, an ahava, which is enet libedava, we're struggling with ahavat libedava. That's certainly what we were learning in the last pack that we have to work on. That's just a matter of thinking and his burning this and putting it into practice. And that's something which is curve elena mamish, each and every one of us. Focusing on, focusing on things that we have in this world and what Hashem has given us as a, a springboard to Ahava, that we can, that we have to work. That's, that's the requirement of Ahava Hashem that the Torah tells us. To reach a level of Ahava which is not dependent on this world at all, or anything that a person has, or anything that God has given us, or that we've taken, not anything of the goof at all. Nothing physical. It means that a person has to be in such a madrega that he's really detached from any need for physical things. And Akkadekach, that a person should be so free of dependency from this world. It's a very, very obviously it's a it's a it's a very, very high madrega. What he was explaining was that Mitzad, this world Everything's a, everything is totally bedava. Everything is totally bedava. Even the, even the love that we see as the purest kind of a love between a parent and a child, which is a very pure love. That whole musag, that whole concept of parents and children is a musag of this world, of the physical world that we're living in. When Hashem is brought, calls him, calls himself our father, and we're his children. The Kadosh who is using our way of speaking in order that we should be able to relate to him or to understand him as the closest we can get to that is to speak of a father sometimes he speaks of himself as being the chasen and with the kala but it's not talking about be'etzen that there's some mitzias of of a father and a son beyond this physical world those divisions of parents, children, friends, brothers, sisters and all that stuff those are all things that are of this world those are all things that are, that are of this world. And only when the neshama is detached from the world can there really be an ahava that's in a tliyabadavar mamish. So on the bottom of page Reish Chavav, kol ahava shimitzad madregish shal ha'olam any love, Reish Chavav on the bottom, any love that that is mitzad, that is coming from any madrega, anything of Olam Hazah, of this world, he ahava atluyabadar. It is a love that depends on something. I, I love, I love uh, spaghetti because it fills my stomach. I love my wife because she gives me spaghetti. <laughs> I, I love... I, I, you know, I love the I love the summer because during the summer we do this, and I love the winter because the winter you can do that, and, I, and even and even when you get to more beautiful things, the more sublime types of love, as we spoke about last week, self goes self. These are things that are depending upon some things of this world and how they make me feel. Even relationships, a father and a son, as we learned last week, a mother and a child. These are relationships that are part of life in this world, and and. For me to love that person, that's not a stranger. It's, a, it's somebody that's been very good to me. My mom has been very good to me. Since before I was born, she's taken care of me. And after I'm born, she's especially involved with me. And, and uh, she's good to me, so I love her. You know? She's good to me. It's not the, and, 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 and if uh, we spoke with this last week, if somebody said, so this is a mistake, it's not your kid, it's somebody else's kid. You know, oops. So it could be Isahava. What happens to the Ahava? It's not, it's in this world. Everything in this world. Everything in this world, of course, is limited to the short lifespan that it has. It's here for a brief time. Zman Masuyim Yesh Lakim. Therefore, uh, the person the person might the person loves uh, the spaghetti, but then either his appetite changes or his. Uh, 
his health changes or or uh, many other things that happen in a person's life or you, but that's it's, these are all temporary <coughs> things nothing here is permanent everything in this world has a set time Lachmi came as Batelus and when and when you no longer have that thing or even if you have even if you have it but you've become completely used to it and you get bored of it so then there's no longer any ahava there's no longer any love sometimes it's a longer time that you have that person in your life that you love or that food or that house or that or that uh, pillow or whatever it is that you like Sometimes you have it for longer. But, like everything that's part of this world, as long as it's physical and it's connected to this world, it's doomed. Because nothing here, nothing here is forever. So sometimes it's Zman Hakim Aruch. You're lucky and you, you, you know, your favorite, your favorite slippers are, are, are able to stick around for four, for four five, six, seven years. You know, you, 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 the car that you like, so it made it through another, made it through another season, whatever it might be. But everything is everything is here, just uh, temporarily. So the ahava is an ahava that is bound to time. The love is bound to space. It's bound to time. As the Gemara says, it's a decree that the person who dies is forgotten by the living. It doesn't mean that we don't remember. Doesn't mean we don't remember that that person lived, or we don't remember with fondness all kinds of nice things. But as we spoke about last week, when the person died, so the the the, uh, the family members who were surviving, so they 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 couldn't imagine how could they possibly live without that individual. They can't live. How could they go on without that person? The love is so strong. It's true. But Gazerah, Akharbochah made us in such a way where we forget. And there's a decree from Shemaim. It's a that the dead person, the person who died, is forgotten. Again, forgotten doesn't mean we don't know that he lived. It doesn't mean we don't remember nice things about him. But you can go on living. You can go on living. And and and, and unfortunately, I've been to I've been to like all of you, maybe just because of my position, what I have to do. I've been to in situations where people have told me that, you know, if this person dies, Rabbi, I won't be able to go on living. I won't be able to go on living. And if you tell the person you'll be able to go on living, you're insulted. Because they want you to say, I don't see how you can go on living without this person. But but you know that they will. You know that they will. Unless it's somebody, God forbid, that's not well. But you know that they will. They will. And not only that, when you say, you don't say to a person in that state, don't worry, you'll even be able to marry. It's not nice <laughs> to say. Uh, but but you'll, see them, you'll see them two years later. So, you know, if you spoke to them quietly, they said, listen, it's not the same thing. That was my Aishas Nurum, who I was married to for 40 years, 50 years, is my Aishas Nurum. It's not the same thing. But you're able to have some companionship. You're able to you're able to get up the next day. You're able to, to find some happiness. It's not the same, no. But you're able to have, you have to have some Simcha Sechai. How could that be? What about, what about remembering? What about remembering? It's a it's Gzeir There's a decree. From Shemaim, it's a decree. Gezer Whether you expect it or do, you don't expect it, there's a there's a gzeir. There is a decree that takes away from a person that painful, that painful, very very present recollection of the person who passed away. It's a gzeir. When it says when it says gzeira alameis, it means exactly that. Hashem has decreed it in such a way. Hashem has decreed, and if a person is talking differently, it's because there's a, an emotional instability. But if a person is otherwise a healthy person, it's gzeira alameis yistakech menalei. Somebody that he told me, this, you know, the, his wife doesn't ever hasn't come out of the house really, except rare uh, occasions the wife won't go to shul. She doesn't go to chasnas. For already it's, it's a nice almost 10 years because a, a, a close friend of hers passed away I'm not saying it's not a terrible tragedy the, the guy's the guy, her, the guy her, her husband is already remarried and has a kid with a new wife but the friend can't leave the house the woman's parents I meet them sometimes the one who passed away 
He never forget God forbid. They don't forget, but they're moving ahead with their lives. But this friend can't leave the house, can't go to shul, can't go to chasnas, can't raise, can't even raise her own children. Really, she's not, because she's overwhelmed with the sadness of losing her friend. So, unfortunately, we know that that loss of a friend only gave her an opportunity to sink into a, into that scary place that's unhealthy in that was in in her from the time that she was probably in the world or at some point later on, because. That's not why she's not putting her life together because of her friend who died ten years ago. It's just not the way it is. It's not how it is. It's a When a person, the love between a father and a son, a parent and a child, the havis easily easily between a husband and a wife, has, I'm sure that. I'm sure that some of you have been in this situation if you can remember when you were younger or you certainly know young people who have told you like when they're going out this happens all the time they're going out and uh, for a long time and then it didn't work out and then and then the, the girl says to me uh, Rabbi, I'll never be able to get married so why uh, you're only 20 years old why do you think you're never I'll never be able to feel that way the way that I felt for Yankel I'll never feel that way you see it two weeks later, you say, how's it going you know, with Yankel? She goes, who? <laughs> Yankel, who? She's got a yassel in now. She's Yankel. Yankel, I say. Yeah, Yankel, I say. She's got a yassel But she felt, she wasn't, she was being sincere. She wasn't, she wasn't lying. She felt that her whole life was swallowed up by that. The didn't make us in such a way. Didn't make us in such a way. These are very strong love. The love of a parent and a child, the love of a husband, a wife, it's very strong. <clears throat> this is the strongest type of love that a person can feel in this world. Nevertheless, after the person dies, after Hashem puts that to an end, that relationship, okay, there's a, there's a, as I spoke about last week, there's the day of the passing is Aninus, the first day of, of Avelis, and then there's the first three days of Avelis, and Shiva, and Shleshim, and the year. But Hashem made it in such a way to help the person, to ease a person out. Not that you shouldn't feel a connection, but that you shouldn't, that you shouldn't be preoccupied with that and the emphasis is that it has to be that way because only only when something is connected to this when, as long as something is in this world or connected to this world you can be attached to it when something is no longer part of this world that attachment that you felt was bound to the Matthias of being in this world because it was a love that was connected to that particular goof and that per- the, the, the person who who you knew after the Ptira after the person has died 12 months have passed the person the person who passed away is forgotten again doesn't mean you forgot who it is but it, the person that that is forgotten we see this from the Torah and these are, we have to understand that these are very great people. We're not even to even understand who they were. As long as Yosef Hatzadik was in Egypt, remember there were those 22 years where Yaakov thought that Yosef had died. That's what he thought. It says that Yaakov could not Yaakov could not be comforted. He couldn't be comforted. Everybody tried to. He couldn't be comforted. Not only for that time of the Shiva. For twenty two years he couldn't forget. He couldn't not to forget, but he couldn't go away from Yasir at Sadiq. But we know why. Why? Because he was really alive. I he didn't see him. And he thought Yaakov thought that he was dead. But the Mitzias of Yosef was in the world. See, it, was only, it wasn't so far away. But the Mitzias of Yosef was in the world. And that Mitzias was still part of the world. And because it was part of the world, the decree of forgetfulness wasn't in effect. It wasn't in effect because it was part of the world. Yosef at was still alive. 
Therefore, in the depths of the heart of Yaakov Avinu, there was this awareness that, that Yosef HaTzadik was still in the world. That he was alive. And that's why he, com- that's why he couldn't be comforted. He couldn't be comforted. Ulam, if in fact Yosef would have died, then he would have been forgotten. Forgotten meaning that Yaakov would have been comforted. He would have been consoled. He would have been consoled. It's a, it, it, it's a terrible thing. I remember when the Misa happened with the World Trade Center, and there was a friend of mine that was a friend of mine that was 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 missing when he was first missing and 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 we went to the house my wife and I went to the house and people were coming to the house because there wasn't yet a psak din there wasn't a psak din that, that he that he wasn't alive it wasn't a psak din because they didn't know they were looking they were looking as of a few years ago they still found something from, from him they, they found his wallet just uh, two three years ago two three years ago they found his wallet so that's a terrible, terrible Gehenim to be in. If not here, not there. I'm not talking about the person who passed away, but for the family to be in that, God forbid, in that situation, where you know that until until it's clear, you you can't be you can't be comforted. When the person is when the person is no longer alive, so then there's a and that's what it's saying. If the Emes Yosef Tzadik would have died, then Yaakov would have been able to forget him. Meaning Yaakov would have been able to go on on, on his Madrega. Therefore, Even the most beautiful love and the highest levels of love in this world, it's all temporary. It's not permanent. The love of a husband and wife. After the wife passes away, vice versa. The, the, the one who remains can remarry. Meaning that if there was any connection still, then he wouldn't be able to do that. The wife can remarry when her husband dies. Now, if that's the case, it means means that the chibur, the connection between the husband and wife, the original husband and wife, that connection was not an absolute connection. Because it was a connection that was doomed to end. And from the beginning, any chibur, any chibur, any attachment or connection that is not permanent means that from the very beginning it's missing something. Even though right now, they're together, the husband and wife, before one of them died. And they were, and they were, they were in love, and they were connected very deeply. But that's one of the reasons it's put down in the Swami Kedoshim, why, why you break a glass under the chuppah. Besides to remember the chuppah, to remember B'Shamikdash. Breaking the glass under the chuppah is at, the, at that moment of extreme joy, a person is reminded that, that it's not going to be forever. It's a little bit morbid. It's not the kind of thing they say in the Chazan Kali class, you understand. But it's a reminder that spend your time in a good way. The two of you are happy. Spend the time in a good way. Because it ain't going to last forever. And the breaking of the glass is that reminder that we're, we're not much stronger, less fragile than, than that glass. And, and therefore, whatever time there is should be spent well. But because ultimately it's going to be broken, the the chibur, the attachment from the beginning, is not strong. It's missing something. You can have a situation, where which I've seen, where there's a, a parent who passes away, and um, that could create, that often creates for the, for the children. A terrible handicap when it comes to investing their emotions into into the parent who's alive, because the child was suddenly and violently um, uh, taught 
that mommy and daddy are not dafke forever. It's not. You don't know for sure. A little child thinks that mommy and daddy are forever. But God forbid, one of the parents left the world. So then, for that child to invest emotionally of himself or herself into the other parent, it's very hard because from the, from that moment on, there's this feeling of of it lacking in some connection. There's something missing here. There's something missing. So you can say, "Well, what's the matter? We, we, we're here, and we meaning." The, the, the father passed away but the mother and the child have a very deep connection but the child is cautious because there's something if this could have ended with my father it could end with my mother and of course it could end at any moment with anybody so our attachment to this world and all the things of this world are not real attachments and therefore when somebody passes away you, could, you can go on with life it's hard but you can go on with life it's a gzera lamech from shtakech in our life because all of these attachments to begin with were not absolute attachments. They were not absolute. Because they were all coming from, they were all defined as Ahava Hatluya Bedava, love that depends upon this world. And since this world is temporary, all the love that a person has for anybody or anything in this world is doomed. And because it's doomed, it means that from the very beginning there's something missing in it. Since I know that this is not going to be. You know, this is not going to be forever. You could try to imagine or delude yourself into thinking otherwise. But there's something missing in every chibur. There's this funny, there's this funny defense mechanism that we have of, to prepare ourselves for being able to live without this. To be able to live without this person. That's how life is. That's what it means. The chibur, the attachments of this world, are not complete. Therefore, strictly speaking, again, we're talking about a very high level of love. Strictly speaking, in, as far as teva, as far as human nature is concerned, and the nature of existence in this world, pure love, which is which does not depend upon any of the circumstances of life itself, of this world, is not possible. It's only possible when a person is not connected to a physical body. It's not part of this world. There are different levels of love that we're familiar with. But pure love that does not depend on anything, any any external conditions or circumstances it's something that does not exist in, in the physical world that, we, that we're familiar with so we understand that when we come to speak about Ahava Amitis true love that's with all of your heart to love Hashem to love the Barishim to the depths of one's soul the only way that a person can possibly ever feel such a thing is only if a, if a human being is capable of somehow detaching himself without dying but detaching himself from all of his connections to this world. In order to enter into that world of Ahava of love, the person first has to work on repairing and fixing his connection, his relationship, his, uh, his attachment to things of this world. And to try to build upon that, to build upon that, a higher level of ahava, which is enetliyibadava. Again, I don't want to spend much time on this because it's such a madraga that we can't relate to. We really can't relate to it all. But what he's saying here is that, in order for me to love God in the purest way, I have to try to have some less affection for my, you know, my pastrami sandwich and fries. It's a very simple way of putting it. If your ahavas of this world 
of the plain physical world and your dependency on these attachments to physical things are strong, are very strong then you can't really build upon such a person's life and a, a higher level of love which is which is less dependent upon physical things in other words, here your whole way of living is I you, you know, you'll take, a, you'll take your ride down the main drag wherever you live so if it's in the five town central avenue if you're in Borough Park it's 13th if you're in Firepush Avenue J if you're in Queens it's Main Street I don't know, whatever your neighbor happens to be wherever you happen to be so you go down that, you go down that main place and you, and, you, and, you know, and you point and you say this is, uh, this is one of the better pizza. You're going to have pizza. <laughs> I'm just telling you. But, but then you keep on a little. But that's, but that's, I was talking about that pizza shop. That's talking about a regular slot. <laughs> <laughs> the one over here on the left, if you're looking for a ceiling or whatever, an extra, no, the other one here is left. You're a little bit vital. But I want to just tell you something. If it's, if it's a garlic flavored this and that, that you're looking for pizza with that, then this is, the, this is your place. And, and and people drive down the street. Oh, I once ate in here, and we ate in there. This, and and for that person to be able to come into a, an ahava, which is ain't a kli b'davar with a kadosh baruch or b'chol levavcha b'chol nafshecha, b'chol b'chol Rashi says shloyehi libcha cholak alamakam. It means an undivided heart. We don't even know what that means. An undivided heart. It means an b'chol levavcha. An undivided heart means. To love with one's entire, entire being, not to divide the love, but to love with one's entirety. But, but for people like us, there are percentages of love. Like it says, if, if a heart could be taken out, and it would be shown, if a person's heart could be taken out, and there would be like little sticks at the bottom with numbers and so on. So it would say, we hope it would say, like for you know, wife and children, it would say a nice, it would have a nice thing like darkened out, and it says the percentage. Wife and children, and then it has then it has something like um, you know then it has something like uh, layer cake with uh, with uh, heavy duty uh, whipped cream. I mean I don't know fancy foods to say something. So it says that kind of cake, and it would say like you know it says another thing like that it has on the on the thing, and then it has and then it has uh, you know uh, uh, you know Yankees. You know, baseball, basketball, and so there's another thing over there. So the the heart of a person has in it till it comes to the place that it's full. So it's a hundred percent. Kashbarko has like a little, you know, maybe there's a thing over there. If the Yankees, a little thing, you know, Kashbarko. So so when a person's heart is so divided, because the physical world is a world that consists of categories. And compartments. That's how life is. That's how life is. You see what's amazing about a child? A child could say to somebody, You're my best friend. And then 10 minutes later, you can look at another kid and say, You're my best friend. And it's true. At that moment, it's his best friend because the heart of a child doesn't, isn't divided into many different categories and compartments. It's very open, it's very tremistic. Therefore, the child can be completely invested in. In, the, in that uh, in that friend, for those ten minutes, he's completely invested. With adults, it's very hard because we have memories, and we have we have all those different those different little places on the heart that have this 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 different things, and 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 because of that, it's very hard that the heart is undivided. And we spoke of this many times. Even when you talk to people nowadays, that it's very hard to get their attention. They're, they look at you in the eyes, but then something is ringing, and when it rings, and they they know that they don't want to look at the number because it makes you feel uncomfortable. But then they look at you a different way. You know what I'm saying? They don't look at you. They don't look. They don't take out the phone because that's rude, right? It's a little bit rude. So you're talking to somebody, and the person's telling you about how you know that I don't know. I think I'm going to have to get a divorce, and then you start to go. Bzz, bzz. So and you know you something with mom, and you're expecting that day, or maybe God forbid, it's your own vice that you're worried about. So. So you're not going to take out because it it's very rude. Only uh, a kind of person is very rude thing to take out and some story about something important and to look. It's very rude. But you're already looking at that person a different way. See, so you, you, you're looking at them and they say, you, you want to take the phone? You go, no, 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 it's okay. But you're looking at the person already different. You're not looking at the person the same way. Look at the person different. Demis is that even if the phone doesn't ring, we're looking at people differently nowadays than we used to. 
when it used to be that you were just sitting someplace and there was no such thing as any phone or you were just detached from everything and all you had in the world was that person that was next to you that's how children are that's how children are but we're not like that anymore we're, we're, ready, we're ready like this you don't realize even in the course because I, I give shear models on that's what I do if, if, if I would ever pay attention I don't pay attention to it because you can go, out, you can go crazy if you pay attention that over the years how many times in, at any given shear people are looking at their machines are looking at their watches are looking at, at are doing other other things that, like other stuff going on Rashi says with all of my heart to put all of my heart in this our hearts are very divided our hearts are taken up by many many things so that's why this is a madrega. But he says here in the brackets that the Maimam Muzga, the Maimam Muzga, Boif and Rogil, Suez had Binyin, he, Lahaschil, Namadregus, a Tachtainus, the Lalay Shlav, Agabi Shlav. We understand that in a, in a normal, the way we normally build things is that you start off at the bottom and you build it up step by step, one floor at a time, one brick at a time. That's how you build things up. You go higher and higher. Achimagim and the Kuda, Shilamalam and Elamazer. So, the normal way to build things is that's why I said I really had intention I thought maybe even to skip this chapter just I don't like to do that but I didn't feel that we're going to get really out of this chapter we can really get much out of it practically because the MS is that it's just it's a different dragon and you and the normal way to build something is to go step by step and we, we, we really have to concentrate on the year and the Ahava that we've been talking about in the safe until now because this Ahava is the top of the skyscraper, and and you really need to go one step at a time till you could eventually, eventually lift yourself up to such a place where you're no longer bound to this world, and you're able to soar beyond this world, and you're able to connect Hashem in such a way. But that's not who we are. That's Ahavashin There are some people, and this has to do with the secret of how Hashem creates neshamas. There are Yechidim, Yeshna Yechidim, there are such people, Shabishas Leidasam, that when they're born, on the Kol Sibas Acheris, that from the time they're born, for whatever other reason, Shetiyana. Kamaitza, next page, Vyasurim. Sometimes you have a person who was very much caught up in things of this world, and was the, was the, uh, was the one that was most familiar with every different kind of pizza along, along the avenue. But then, God forbid, he went through some terrible tsars. He went through some tsar. He went through some 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 horrible tragedy. And and then you're going with this guy in the car, uh, you know, two weeks after the tragedy that he suffered, and you say, hey, let's pick up another conversation about. You remember? He said, what? You know, you were telling me about all the different pizza shops, which is the good ones and the bad ones, and the it's the flesh. Then the guy will look at you like you like you're out of your mind. Because to him right now. That seems so silly. It looks so silly to talk about a pizza shop. You don't know that I just my, my child just died. You're talking about a pizza shop. You, you stupid. What's wrong with you? She says, Well, why? Why was that any? Why was that any less of an Indian? Because just because your child died, so I shouldn't have a good pizza tonight. I'm asking about the good pizza shops. Was enough commit to me? No, no, enough commit to me that you lost your kid. Anybody that would say that is not a human being, right? But you understand what changed for this person. Okay. Two weeks ago, he's laughing, saying this place and that place and there. Well, I'll meet you. At, I'll meet you at seven in one place, and we'll go over to the other place and we'll do this and we'll do that. What happened to him? What happened to him is that this world fell apart. That's what happened. Sometimes you can make it fall apart, meaning you could, you could, it's, as an avoider of eighty, ninety, a hundred years avoider. And then you have sometimes when God just takes it apart in five minutes, just the Bereshit just takes it apart. Gives it one of his little things, you know, like that. And the Bible gives it a little thing, and the whole life falls apart. No, it falls apart. When your physical life falls apart, sometimes you meet your neshama. You meet up with your neshama. So there are people who have gone through terrible suffering, and as a result of that suffering, they've become magnificent human beings. There are others who become totally destroyed by that shemach. Everybody's different, but one thing is that 
the world is not the same world. The world is not the same world if the person, the attachments to the world are not the same attachments. People who grew up in homes with Holocaust survivors or, or other Jews, people who have suffered through terrible loss and sorrows and so on, it's a different, it's a different mahalach. It's a different mahalach. Sometimes those people become obsessed with this world and getting more in the world and getting more out of the world. Other times the person, let's go over the world. Let's go to the world because the world, he says, the world is not. It's not kedai to have your hopes in this world. It's not kedai. I put my hopes in this world and it all fell apart. It's not kedai. So they look for other things, and that, those people sometimes meet their neshama. They taste a little bit of that world of the neshama because Hakadosh took apart this world. They don't have it anymore. What do they have in this world? So there was these people. Sometimes zochel ahasig is on neshama b'midasma. So sometimes you're able to taste the, the neshama, something of your own neshama, to taste it. And, and maybe even without going through the 70, 80 years of avoid of hard work to get to the level of sometimes there's such a thing that a person can taste something of that love which no longer depends upon having things of this world or being in this world, but a love that's higher than this world. Sometimes a person can, can experience that. And even then, it's, it's, it's something which can't be sustained. It's very, very hard. It can't be sustained. Even though they haven't, even though they haven't repaired they haven't worked on themselves to come to the high Madrega. But a person who has lost the Ahava, the, uh, you know, the conversation I'm thinking, I just remember this conversation I held with my father. My father had a friend that they grew up together, they went through the war together. There was such a, an unbelievable Yididis. They went everywhere together. They, they both came to America at the same time. They settled. They settled in the same building they lived for many years. Then when they bought houses, it was uh, they bought around the corner. It was such a, a, a devakis of friends. From the time that they, from the time that they're five, six years old, from the same place. They went what they went through, and they both lost everything. And they had such a yididis. So, this very dear friend. It's, uh, even the word dear friend, it's, 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 it's much more than that. Of my father, he had Lo'alena some years ago. He had, he was in Miami and he had a heart attack and they found him in the pool. He died. And, and I, my father didn't, didn't know about this yet. And, um, and I got to my sister, my mother, my sister, I didn't tell my father yet and I found out. So I was talking to my sister and was thinking, you know, how, how, how are we going to tell Daddy this? Such a nice, you know, this is his, his Yadid Nefesh for 78 years. How do you tell a person, are you going to do, do this? And I'm going to tell Daddy and, and having my sister is a whole shackle to tell you what we're going to do. So how, however it came about, so, Lamaisa, it wasn't up to me because somebody else called and got through my. Even though my father never picks up the phone, somebody else somehow my father found that. I don't know what it was. My father found that. So, how did my father take it? Because I was worried about it. If you didn't know the person, you would think that he that, that didn't have a heart, but that's not true. He's the most heartful person I ever met. My father said, to me, you know what happened to, I don't want to say the name. I say his name is Herschel. You know what happened to Herschel? says, I know, Daddy. It's terrible what happened. You know that we, my father said, you know how, we are very close friends. So I said, Daddy, I know. So my father said, that, that was very good. We had, I have very, very good memories. And, and I'll always remember it in a good way. And then it was something like, you know, past the salt. That is this. It was the end of the passion. Not that my father was it was the end of the parish, not that it didn't hurt him. Because again, he's a very emotional person. It didn't hurt him. Because his understanding of life ever since what he went through was if you go through another day, 
It's like Hakalaravach, I can't believe it. There's another day. That they were able to be friends for all those years. So that was to my father a bonus that he never dreamt of, he never imagined. And and on top of all of that, is those people again not all of them came out this way, people came out different ways, but those people who lost so much that they I think that what they lost was their expectation that things should just continue and, 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 and things should continue in a way where you don't lose so it's almost as if it was, it was expected you know like waiting for it all those years for that to happen and it's not because of not feeling it's because the attachment the attachments were attachments that were always they were always understood to be temporary they're not permanent and that's just not how it is in life that's not how it is in life uh, you know, as opposed to somebody whose computer passed away and and they're deep in mourning you know, they, they can't be consoled or like this person who can't she can't leave her house because uh, her best friend died 10 years ago Hashem Yerachim there should never be tsaris but there is such a thing where a person who goes through tsaris who goes through tsaris his attachment to the world becomes much weaker his attachment he needs less of the world the world doesn't mean much that doesn't mean much to him doesn't mean much to him I've met Holocaust survivors that you know they have nice things and then you talk to them and they say what this is <laughs> this thing my tchotchke this thing that thing not like we really like this stuff like, we really like that if you get a nice car and you drive it it's nice it's nice you like that because they those are people who were who are able not by any choice of their own but because through the service their connection to the world was broken and the world doesn't hold a spell over them the way that it holds over other people it doesn't hold a spell over them like, like let's say we're, we're, we're uh, a regular person's planning to go on this on this unbelievable vacation because they've been working so hard and they're going on a vacation and then all of a sudden like you know uh, whatever it doesn't work out it's cancelled it can't be your boy says you can't go so you can you can mamish have like a nefilis ruach on that you can fall apart from that but you see that there are people that especially Lorelena people who went through terrible service that when that happens to them it's not so those people, because they're not attached, they didn't get attached to the vacation to begin with. They didn't make it into the other desire of their lives to go on that vacation. And if they have it, it's good, and if not, it's not. The world doesn't take up that much space in them, in their hearts. Those are people who are able, even without necessarily taking 50, 60, 70, 80 years, they're able to taste something of the neshama. It's sad, and it's ironic, the dhaka, those people who suffered the most, can also, in certain ways, have the deepest pleasure, the deepest love, because their hearts are, are not divided between a million things, and they're not taken up by this world. Such so that's the Nazis. Obviously, they have been totally destroyed by their tsars. Mitzat echad zui ma'ila. On the one hand, that's a ma'ila. In other words, these people who were able to get to feel something of that highest of that highest love without it being a matter of years and years and years of hard work of peeling away things from the world of separating yourself from that from the eating and the again I'm not talking about fasting not to fast but to separate yourself from the need for this world that's not Vaida so this person didn't have to go through all those long years of Vaida and they came to that Madrega they came to a higher level in a faster way either because the Nishamas are very high in the Shama to begin with or because of some sorrows or Yisurim, whatever it might be, that the world was taken away from them. So there's a mile to that. Ach mitzad sheni, zuvi sakanesh, ein kudug but it's also very dangerous. Kevin shim ha binyan ha-tachtan enim it's always dangerous. If the foundation of something has not been properly laid, if it's not properly built the foundation, then ha-hava zuvi yichalilias mulbeshes ba-habe-habe then the love that is not that was not built after level after level after level to come to that madrega, it could be that any time that you have something that's very strong emotionally, but it doesn't have a foundation, it might be a wonderful experience for the moment, 
but it could it could be that uh, very dangerous for that person's emotional health because he doesn't have a foundation. He doesn't have the bottom floor. He never has the foundation on the bottom floor, so it could be dangerous. It could have in all kinds of chesrayness. It could be very, very, very extreme in such a way that it's not healthy, that it's not normal. There could be many chesrayness. Adam Kazer, Tzarech Omnam L'smach Bechalka A person who's, for whom it comes easier Obviously he should be Simcha that it comes easy to him And he's able to have these experiences of, of Ahava, of great love And it comes to him in such a way Ach yachad im zois L'fachet pachad noir v'shem ha'kol yetz Like k'migdala perech ba'avir V'chalila yisnatek l'gamri memetziyaz on the other hand, he has to be afraid that it could be that the whole thing is not really, it's not something which is real. It's just dangling in midair. And it's something which could, it's something which could either suddenly end or it could cause him to be emotionally unwell. Right? These are the big madragas. Now, it's not all or nothing at all. How can people like us, regular people, how can we be awakened within ourselves? A taste of this highest level of Ahav, of love for God. So, Reishis Kol, Kfisha Manu, Olav Lavara, Hechen Mushreshis Ahavazu. We first have to see where does this love come from, and if I want to access it, how do I access it? I need to know where it comes from. Where is it? Kuchibrihu, Varaisa, Yisrael, Chadhu. So the Zohar says that Hashem. The Torah and the Jewish people are one. Kuchabichu varaisa v'Yisrael chad. Ahava, the word ahava, he begematria echad. The word ahava, love, the gematria of ahava is echad. To be one. Kiedum esvar makdashim. Klemer. Hamahus ha'amitis shel ahava shentli bedaver. The true essence of Ahava of this love, which is enetli b'davar, zu achdus pshute im habari olam, is echad. Echad ahava is the gematri echad, means achdus pshute im habari olam, means simple and pure attachment to the Creator of the world. His dabkus gemur veskalus bay to be completely dovuk to Hashem and to become bound up and, and totally one with Him. Wherever there's that oneness. Then there's Ahava. Obviously, we go back to what I was saying before, that when there are other things besides God in your life, then, then that Ahava cannot be this Ahava, which is endlessly beloved. It can't be totally pure. There are other things in my life that are blocking. It's not Echad. Echad means that's it. There's nothing else. It's a rude awakening for, for the mommy when she realizes that her little boy or little girl have other interests, have other interests, and there are mommies that try to keep that going as long as possible. You know, with their 48-year-old bachelor sons or something like that, and they try, and they, they, even though they swear that they want the kid to get married and they only want to have his aniklach to have grandchildren, but they somehow manage to keep him attached. You know, after all these years, he's still with mom. So, it's it's uh, that could be that could be something which, for that person, the the we understand that when there's something else in your life that takes up your heart. And there are things in your life that are there other than Akadosh Baruch Hu. So then, it's not that state of one of Echad. But that's what Ahav Shantli Bedavah means. So Achlus Pshutim Abar Elam is Dapkus Gemur Veskalus Bazui Hamadrege Shol Ahava Amitis Shentli Bedavah Klal. There's an Ahava which is Entli Bedavah Klal. It doesn't depend on anything. That's only when there's nothing interrupting or blocking. There's no barrier between you and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and you're dovik to him, and there's nothing else that's vying for your feelings, for your emotions, for your thoughts, for your love. It's a very hard thing. That's a very hard thing. Again, a person might be able to experience it for a moment. Why is this called an Ahavish and Tlubilover? Be your Indian near Kach. It seems this is it. Achdus Shehi, Achdus Mikris. There is a unity which is which is called Achdus Mikris, which means it's not it's not essential unity. It's a passing unity. You're in school. You make good, very good friends in school. 
you get married and you become one with that person for the for God's help 50, 60, 70 years but it's not permanent all attachments and all love all oneness when you, to be connected to something it's only in, it's, since that connection is something which is uh, depending upon the circumstances of my life right now so that changes and then that then that it, it, it could change and it's no longer it goes away when the oneness when the unity that oneness that connection that you had to somebody was a connection that was depending upon school we take classes together or it was depending upon it was depending upon marriage we have a physical relationship with each other we have other things that hold us together we have kids together when the when the oneness is a oneness that that is not because just the two people but because of other things that they share together then that is something which when those things that they share are no longer there then the love and that unity breaks apart it doesn't apply anymore what held them together is that they were both in medical school what held them together is the kids what held them together is, it's not in the Havav it's something else but when some when you love somebody not because of other things but only because of that person or only because of that the closest we can get to that is loving oneself loving oneself is the closest you can get to that so we're always willing to overlook our faults and to forgive ourselves right if you ask, if you ask the person, why do you love yourself so much? I can think of many reasons why not to love you. Why do you love? But you seem to love yourself so much. Why is that? So he could tell you, I love myself because I'm bright. I love myself because I'm kind-hearted. I love, I love myself because I'm good-looking. I love myself because I'm rich. I love myself because of all those things. That's not really true. You love yourself because it's yourself. It's an avid etzim. It's a avid etzim. Atzmis shu'ayvis atzmis anefeshal. He loves himself. Because he is absolutely one with himself. He is who he is, and therefore that love is, an, is a completely pure, unconditional love. It's a pure and unconditional love. Who I have is atzmi sanefeshloi loyrak is gufo. Not only his body, mimela ahava he ahava atzmi beetsam veleishachshia babitul. Therefore, it's an ahava which is etsam which can't be beetsam which can't be destroyed. You know, there's a guy in medical school who says, why do I love myself so much? You know why? Because I want to be a doctor. And I really identify with people who want to be doctors. So I'm also one of those people, so I love myself. But then, but then he decides, you know what? He says, forget, I can't take medical school. It's too much for me. I can't take it. I, I, and he decides instead that he's going to, you know, uh, that he's going, to, he's going to sell ice cream. And lo and behold, the next day after he left medical school, he still loves himself. And if somebody insults him, he's very hurt. He loves himself. If you ask him, I thought the reason you love yourself because you're a doctor. No, I love myself because I sell ice cream. All those answers are silly. He loves himself not because of anybody or anything, but because it is who he is. That is the way tzaddikim, there are tzaddikim who love Hashem in such a way. Like the Tanya talks about, when a person realizes that, that Hashem is him, inside of him is Hashem, he can reach a madrega of a havamamish. Nafshi, if you see Chabalayla, the time he brings in the in the uh, little section between, it's called a chinuch, kibsa chinuch. Nafshi, if you see, I when when a person realizes that my nefesh is God, in other words, inside of me, there's God. So then he can come to such a madrega v'hava. But as long as it's me and there's God, then it depends. It's two separate things. It's two separate things, and that could be both. That that does not have to last. I will we'll finish this paragraph next time. Shkai.